Section 20 of Violets and Other Tales. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by James K. White, Chula Vista. Violets and Other Tales by Alice Moore. Section 20. At Eventide. All day had she watched and waited for his coming, and still her strained ears caught no sounds of the footsteps she loved and longed to hear. All day, while the great sun panted on his way around the brazen skies, all day, while the busy world throbbed its mighty engines of labor, nor witted of the breaking hearts in its midst. And now, when the eve had come, and the sun sank slowly to rest, casting his red rays over the earth he loved, and bidding tired nature a gentle, radiant good night, she still watched and waited, waited, while the young moon shone silvery in the crimson flush of the eastern sky, while the one bright star trembled as he strove to near his love, waited, while the hum of soul-wearing traffic died in the distant streets, and the merry voices of happy children floated to her ears. And still he came not. What kept him from her side? Had he learned the cold lesson of self-control, or found one other thing more potent than love? Had some cruel chain of circumstances forced him to disobey her bidding, or did he love another? But no, she smiles triumphantly. He could not have known and loved her. Sitting in the deep embrasure of the window through which the distant wave sounds of city life floated to her, the pages of her life seemed to turn back, and she read the almost forgotten tale of long ago, the story of their love. In those days his wish had been her law, his smile her son, his frown her wretchedness. Within his arms earth seemed a faraway dream of empty nothingness, and when his lips touched and clung to hers, sweet with the perfume of the south, they floated away into a paradise of enfolding space, where time and death and the woes of this great earth are not. Only these two, and love the Almighty. And so their happiness drifted slowly across the sea of time, until it struck a cruel rock, whose sharp teeth showed not above the dimpled waves and where once had been a craft of strength and beauty, now was only a hideous wreck. For the tempter had come into this Eden, and soon his foul whisper found place in her heart, and the tempter's name was Ambition. Often had the praises and plaudits of men rang in her ears when her sweet voice sang to her chosen friends. Often had the tears evoked by her songs of love and hope and trust thrilled her breast faintly, as the young bird stirs in its nest under the loving mother's wing. But he had clasped his arms around her, and that was enough. But one day the tempter whispered, Why waste such talent? Bring that beauty of voice before the world, and see men bow in homage, and women envy and praise. Come forth, and follow me. But she put him fiercely aside and cried, 
I want no homage but his. I want no envy from anyone. Still the whisper stayed in her heart, nor would the honeyed words of praise be gone, even when he kissed her, and thanked the gods for this pearl of great price. Then, as time fled on, the tiny whisper grew into a great roar, and all the praise of men and the sweet words of women filled her brain, and what had once been her aversion became a great desire, and caused her brow to grow thoughtful and her eyes moody. But when she spoke to him of this new love, he smiled and said, My wife must be mine and mine alone. I want not a woman whom the world claims and shouts her name abroad. My wife and my home must be inviolate. And again, as of yore, his wish controlled her, but only for a while. Then the tiny whisper grown into the great roar urging her on became a mighty wind which drove her before it. Nor could she turn aside from the path of ambition, but swept on, and conquered ah sweet sweet the exultation of the victor dear the plaudits of the admiring world wild the joy when queen of song admired of men she stood upon the pinnacle of fame and he true to his old convictions turned sadly from the woman who placed the admiration of the world before his love and the happiness of his home and went out from her life broken-hearted, disappointed, miserable. All these things and more she thought upon in the first flush of eventide. As the bold young star climbed toward his lady-love the moon, all these things, and what had come to pass after the victory. For there came a day when the world wearied of its toy, and turned with shouts of joy, and wreaths of fresh laurels for the new star. Then came disappointments and miseries crowding fast upon her, the sorrows which a loving heart knows when it finds its idols faithless. Then the love for him which she had once repressed arose in all its strength, which had gained during the long struggle with the world, arose and overwhelmed her with its might, and filled her soul with an unutterable longing for peace and rest and him she wrote to him and told him all her heart and begged of him to come back to her for fame was but an empty bubble while love was supreme and the only happiness after all and now she waited while the crimson and gold of the west grew dark and gray and lowering hark she hears his loved step he comes ah joy of heaven he comes soon will he clasp her in his arms and there on his bosom shall she know peace and rest and love as he enters the door she hastens to meet him the love light shining in her tired eyes her soft rounded arms outstretched to meet him but he folds her not in his embrace nor yet does he look with love into her upturned eyes the voice she loves ah so well breaks upon the dusky silence pitiless stern most faithless of faithless women think you that like the toy of a fickle child i can be thrown aside then picked up again 
think you that i can take a soiled lily to my bosom think you that i can cherish the gaudy sunflower that ever turns to the broad brazen glare of the uncaring sun rather than the modest shrinking violet nay be not deceived i loved you once but that love you killed in its youth and beauty leaving me to stand and weep alone over its grave i came to-night not to kiss you and to forgive you as you entreat but to tell you that i have wed another the pitiless voice ceased and she was alone in the dusky silence alone in all the shame and agony and grief of unrequited love and worthless fame alone to writhe and groan in despair while the roseate flush of eventide passed into the coldness of midnight o faithless woman o faithless man how frail the memory of thy binding vows thy blissful hours of love are they forgotten only the record of broken hearts and loveless lives will show end of section twenty recording by james k white chula vista